Welcome to the Back in Time Podcast with Kyle and JD, where every week we jump into our DeLorean, cruise to 88 miles per hour, and travel back in time to review our favorite films from all genres and bring you celebrity interviews every single week. Very good, Lewis. Short but pointless. Pizza Dude's got 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. You want me to yank you out of that seat and shake it out of you? I don't have it. Screws fall out all the time. The world's an imperfect place. And now, here is your host, Kyle Autry, and his co-host, J.D. Welcome back to the Back in Time podcast. I am your host, Kyle Autry, joined as always by my co-host, J.D. J.D., how are you tonight? I'm Kyle Autry. Look at me. I'm so I'm so cool. I've got two buttholes. That's you because you have two buttholes. I hate you, but I'm doing well. I don't know how to respond to that. But what would you do if you had two buttholes? Do you think you get to select where you uh, defecate from? I I mean, it'd be nice to be able to pick. I know that. One would be by your belly button, perhaps, and there'd be a new toilet invented where you like lay down on it and you're just like, ah, dear God, where is yeah. this going? Where is oh, this yeah, going? I don't know. Cousin Cousin Eddie would be like, oh, my shitter's full. Um, I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure that out. This is human centipede level just ridiculous already. Took a turn. But if you guys haven't figured it out yet, because you wouldn't know by the intro, you are listening to the teaser trailer episode. We're discussing the 1989 Christmas comedy film, Christmas Vacation. And uh, we'll get to that in a second. But remember to rate and review our show. Help us out a little bit. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, IGTV, and YouTube. And, of course, you can find us over at BackInTimePod.com. And that is a great way for you guys to support the show. Just um, like our post, retweet, let people know you're listening to an episode, and just help spread the word. J.D., what's your first memories of watching Christmas Vacation, man? Oh, boy. Uh, Because it didn't come out in 1986, as we discussed previously. Uh, Gosh, I had to have been... Came out in 89... I probably didn't see it until I was like eight or nine. So maybe like 92, 93. And it was an instant classic. It's just an insanely intricate movie that tells the tale of this Chicagoite family. And uh, growing up in Chicago and the Chicago area, we were able to like instantly gravitate towards them, except for the part where there's mountains in the background. I don't ever remember seeing mountains in Illinois. But what can you do somewhere else with that story? You want some heaving mountains? No, no. I just thought you were going to take it a different direction. But um, no, that, no, that's no, great. No, 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 no. I'm curious to what direction you're taking this. Well, normally you you're like, oh, it's about a Chicago family, and then you have like some sad sap story. Oh, so that, that's all I am to you is a sad sap story. I actually, true story. Um, in our archives right now, I put out a retro episode of Santa Claus. The opening five minutes is hilarious, and you are telling a very similar story to what I'm kind of leaning towards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. And you actually brought you you brought up your mom at one point, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, my mom got me a present." You're like, "Oh, look at you! Your mom's alive, huh?" And I'm like, "I met your mom," and you're like, "Yeah, she's fine." 
Yeah. Okay. Well, it, it must be really easy up on your high horse with two parents. So, you know, well, all of the blessings and love that two parents are able to give you. Yeah. That's Jordan's fantastic. Jordan's, yeah. Yeah. Deal. Jordan's and DVDs, I, I, out, DVDs out the wazoo. Yeah, yeah, I bet your first DVD that you got was not Joe's Apartment. No, it was Con Air. True story. It's, it's, so is mine. Joe's Apartment was my first DVD. And we okay. talked about this in the episode, The Judge Dread, in our archives. Um, I asked for Judge Dread for Christmas, and instead I got Joe's Apartment. Joe's Apartment. I remember that. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what Santa Claus was thinking. but We should just right. make that a future episode just because of the story behind it. I say it's still sitting on my DVD shelf. I, I don't have the heart to get rid of it because I love that story. Okay. I like it. Well, yeah, I, I think my first memory is kind of similar. I, I highly doubt I watched it when I was four or five. If I do, I don't remember. But this was a movie that we had recorded on a VHS tape. There were two other movies on there. You had to fast forward to it. Part of the intro is cut out. So I remember later in like college or whenever I bought the DVD for the first time, I saw the intro for the very first time all the way through. And I was like, hmm, wasn't missing much. Kind of a long intro. Bold. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't feel like I missed too much, but I was excited to see it. It's like a uh, cutting room scenes to you. What can you do? But Hey man, let's, let's talk about the trailer. Cause honestly I had not ever seen the trailer up until yesterday when I watched it. So Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to getting into this. So why don't we go ahead and jump on YouTube? You guys can access the trailer if you want to watch with us on our YouTube page. Just search Back in Time Podcast. And you can find it under the videos tab. Should be the latest upload. Unless you're listening to this like six months from now. And in which case, just scroll down and find it. So it'll be on there. Now, I will give a three, two, one click countdown. And we will watch this thing together. JD, are you ready? Dude, I, I I literally pooped my front of my shirt because I've got two buttholes. Okay. Dude looks right? like a lady. Let's do, that. Let's do it. Here we go. Three, two, one, click. After vacationing across America and throughout Europe, this holiday season, the Griswolds are going to play it safe. Stay at home. I give you the Griswold family Christmas tree. Hope you're not getting sap all over your sweater, Clark. All Clark wants is a quiet, old-fashioned Christmas. Sorry. No, we're not here. You work on that. What he's going to get is the gift that keeps on living. Merry Christmas. His family. We didn't come to impose. <laughs> oh, hell, there's plenty of room. Do you sleep with your brother? Do you know how sick and twisted that is, Mom? Well, I'm sleeping with your father. Have you got a kiss for me? Eh, you better take a rain check on that, Art. He's got a lip fungus they ain't identified yet. But no holiday could ever be more deeply touching. We were gonna call, but Eddie wanted to make it a surprise. If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. Ah, we're really gonna fly down the hill with this stuff. So genuinely moving. Can I refill your eggnog for you? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere, leave you for dead. More truly uplifting. Can I show you something? I was just browsing. 
or more down to earth. If Santa is smart, he'll stay well clear of this joint. It's a death trap. <laughs> and Christmas with the Griswolds. Everybody come out quick, look at the lights! They want you to say grace. I pledge allegiance to the flag. The United States of America. This year... Let Chevy Chase light up your holidays. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That thing had nine lives, she just spent them all. <laughs> you woo, crack up. Okay, JD, start us off. What'd you think about the trailer? Okay, so I personally, at in our, our age bracket that we are, love this trailer. And I love the one-liners. I love the Yuletide chair. I love Chevy Chase's banter and his awkwardness. And Randy Quaid just nails every second he's there. And I watch this movie every Christmas. But my question is, do younger audiences give a damn about this? And I'm okay. genuinely asking. Like, I, I want to know. Like, uh, listeners under the age of what we want want to say 25 yeah is is this a movie that really rings true for you the same way that it rings true for us are we just getting old we're definitely getting old well that that can be confirmed i don't know that's a great question if if we do have listeners in that age bracket 18 to 25 we'll just say let us know tweet at us let us know what you think now let's go ahead and scroll down jd let's let's see how our comments kind of match up here why don't you uh, read what I wrote yesterday about it? <laughs> so Kyle says, I didn't laugh nearly as hard as I thought I would. It's both not good or bad, but it's missing something. And that's definitely the sort of the Yuletide fear that I've got from watching the trailers. It doesn't necessarily capture the magic of what this movie is. And that's why I'm so curious to our younger audience members if they realize and capture that magic that the full film definitely portrays yeah and the one thing i noticed you know pretty early on is everything seems to be in chronological order which i don't really like i do really love the voiceover guy he's got like a little he's got almost like a sarcastic tone to him like even the end of it he's like you'll crack up and it's just like there's like a subtle pause there and i really like the voiceover guy and then I just wrote down Beverly D'Angelo because God bless her. She helped me through puberty many a years back. <laughs> and you gulped when I said that. Oh boy. Was oh hilarious. No. Oh no. <laughs> Especially with the original vacation, the uh, psycho scene with the banana. Oh my wee, gosh. Wee, wee, wee. Come on. Really? You don't like, can we be adults about this? You like Beverly D'Angelo too. Come on. I'm more of a Suzanne Summers kind of guy. Yeah. That may, that adds up. It does. Okay. All righty. Well, uh, let's get to some box office numbers here. As I pull them up. I was like, what's, what's with this dramatic pause? Are you now a fan of the theatrics as well? Let's hear your best Shakespearean voice. Let's hear Kyle be a thespian. I don't quite have this one. What no. Do? 
Thine voice lacks the clarity and masculinity of a proper Shakespearean actor. Now, you have the luxury of having worked at a theater, so you got to see many a place. I have not really watched Shakespeare. Uh, Shakespeare? Nor can I... Nor haveth I know how to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Jesus. Shakes a spear. Like, what is it? Shakey's Restaurant? Uh, it's Shakey okay. something. <laughs> okay, so this movie was released December 1st, 1989. So, uh, yeah, we're just now three days, as we record this, we're three days past the 30-year anniversary. That's pretty crazy. Now, the episode won't come out until, like, the 17th, so it'll be a couple weeks. But, man, 30 years. I just Still be pretty dirty 30. Yeah, aging pretty well here. Now, um, first week, opening weekend, they debuted number two at the box office, bringing in $11.7 million. And then in week two, they stood at the number two spot, another $9.29 million, bringing their 10-day total to $24 million. Now, I will find the budget for the movie, but JD, what do you think about the first 10 days of the film? I would be curious to how that compares. And, you know, we've done many a Christmas movies in our archives. 24 million sounds like a drop in the hat. Sure. But I got to think that the schoolyard effect is in play. Okay. And you always say you want to make back your money in the first two weeks. Is kind of your rule of thumb. So $25 million budget, they brought in 24, you know, 24 and some change. They're, they're pretty much right there on their budget. So that that's pretty good. Now, week number three, they jumped up to the number one spot. Christmas weekend, they stayed number one. The weekend after Christmas, New Year's weekend, they dropped to number five and then to number eight and then out of the top ten. So the schoolyard effect was definitely in play here. And that doesn't really surprise me. And Christmas Vacation would go on to cruise their way to $71,319,526 domestically. I don't have any international numbers, but I have some pretty sweet DVD sales from 05, which we will talk about. But, um, J.D., what do you think about the domestic numbers there? That's a good piece of nookie. Like you I could, did it all could... for the nookie. You would, too, but you can rest your head on that nookie. You can do it for a cookie. You can give the girl a lookie, and apparently the girl that you're giving a lookie to is B. D'Angelo. so. I'm not ashamed of that one bit. Okay, well, um, let's talk about the top ten movies of the week, and we'll jump into that, and then I'll give you some of the DVD numbers here. So the number one movie that week and this is really a, a great a great week for movies. A couple of good ones in here. Number one was Back to the Future Part 2 in our archives, which was only a week two, so they had to follow that. That's tough. Oof. Number two was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Number three, Harlem Nights. Number four, Steel Magnolias. Number five, The Little Mermaid. Number six, Look Who's Talking. Number seven, Drugstore Cowboy. I don't know that movie, but dang it, I like the title. Number eight, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Number nine, Prancer. That's a, that's a good Christmas movie. And then number 10, Dad. JD, any standouts in the top 10? Hey, Dad? Dad, is that you? 
Uh, there's a lot of good ones in here for sure. I didn't realize all dogs. Well, for for one, I didn't realize until I was much older that all dogs go to heaven isn't a Disney movie. It's I think, not. Yeah, I think everybody just assumes that every cartoon that came out in the eighties and nineties was a Disney movie. Interesting. So I would have guessed Disney for sure. Was it 20th Century Fox? Uh, we literally have the internet at our fingertips. Benjamin Franklin is spinning in his thong. <laughs> Benjamin Fran- Franklin's like, you guys have Wi-Fi, don't you? Interesting. Any any other standouts? Obviously, uh, Back to the Future Dose uh, is a, a standout for sure. Little Mermaid is probably up there with being one of my favorite yeah. Disney movies, but um, and All Dogs Go to Heaven was a fantastic movie. It, it's a good week. It's a competitive week, and for sure, Dad. It died. I, I don't know anything about Dad or Drugstore Cowboy, but um, not interested in Steel Magnolias or Harlem Nights, nothing against those movies. I'm sure they're fine pictures, but uh, yeah, I think Prancer is an underrated holiday movie. I actually will watch that almost every year, pretty religiously. I haven't... I. <sighs> I want to say I saw Prancer in theaters. Okay. And I would have had to have been four years old, so I don't know how I would have remembered wow. seeing Prancer in theaters, but <laughs> this memory is like a steel trap mother effers. But Drugstore Cowboy is a Gus Van Sant movie who's one of my favorite filmmakers, and it's actually a good movie. So Okay. Well, I'll take your word for it. Uh, by the way, All Dogs Go to Heaven, MG, MGM picture. And to see, I just I cracked the glass. You thought it was a Disney Disney film. You know, here's one thing I I like about Prancer. It it stars Sam Elliott. I don't think he's aged in 30 years. He looks exactly the same as he did in 1989, which is both bad for him in 89 that he looks like he's 60, but great for him in 2019 that he still looks exactly the same. Do you like him better then or now? I think I like him more now because I've watched him progress as an actor and his role in um, The Big Lebowski is fantastic. He had that Netflix show for a long time with Ashton Kutcher that I really like that I'm drawing a blank on the name. <laughs> you loved it so um, much you don't remember it. I, I love it so much that I can't think of the name of the show. He's the uh, – uh, I know the show you're talking about yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, the ranch, uh, the ranch. The ranch. I, I wanted to say Shit's Creek, but I know it's not Shit's Creek because I, I have seen literally every episode of Shit's Creek. Yeah, I need to watch that. You keep telling me about Shit's Creek, but I've been shit out of luck with it so far, and haven't looked at it. So, yeah, that's on my list. Now, here's uh, I found some video sales. Now, these are not the 1980s numbers. They don't include that, but check this out. They put out a DVD December 10th, 2006. Since that time, all the way dating to uh, January 13th of 2019, so not including this year's numbers, they have sold over 10 million units of the Christmas Vacation movie, which is $102 million in DVD sales and Blu-ray. How about that? Yeah, the movie's been out for 30 years, and it's made $100 million in the last 15 alone just in units sold, not including, um, obviously, rights to the movie to put it on TV. It's just like the gift. That, it's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year, J.D. 
Oh, it sure is. And the merchandising that they've done in recent memory with just the Wally World eggnog cups alone, those things ain't cheap. No, they're not. You can buy them. I think Kohl's will sell those every year. Yeah. And I'm cheap, so I haven't bought them. But every year I'm like, next year, I'm going to buy them. I'm going (laughs) to save up 30 bucks and I'm buying them. And then I don't. Yeah, my my wife is actually making shirts for us for Halloween or not Halloween for the holiday. Uh, and hers is going to be, why is the carpet all wet, Todd? <laughs> and mine is, I don't know, Margo. Actually, I think I literally have bought a T-shirt that said the same thing. That's awesome. And I think I wore it last Christmas. I'll wear it in like May. I don't give a shit. I'll wear no, it you care. don't. You don't give a shit. You literally go to the toilet and take the belly shit that you push out. God, we're back on that. Back to the poopster. Um, let's go to some uh, comments from the critics here. So let's check out Rotten Tomatoes, and we'll see how the critics received Christmas Vacation. So, J.D., start us off. How do you think they uh, received the movie? Okay, so I have to think that in 1989, the world was probably divided on Chevy Chase and his mastermind comedy. Cause even now, like, like you said, your comments about watching the trailer and being like, there's something missing. I feel like he's the kind of comedian that some people don't understand. It's like British humor. If you don't get it, Mm -hmm. like you just, you don't get it. Right. You're not going to watch look around you. You just, you don't get it. You don't, you're not going to watch Mr. Bean. So somebody watching Mr. Bean can give it a hundred percent perfect. And then someone else is going to give it a zero. With that being said, I feel like it's going to be a middle of the road kind of, uh, critic response where some people probably praise him and praise the movie and praise the acting and praise the Yuletide joy that is captured and others are probably going to call it repetitive to the other national lampoons movies. Yada, 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 58%. Wow. Good Lord. You're right on the money almost. Yeah. I mean, even just on your comments, which we'll get to in a second here, everything's going to line up. 65% is the overall tomato meter audience score 86. But um, yeah, let's check out some of the comments here. Cause you are on the money. Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times gave the film two out of four stars and said sequence after sequence seems to contain all the necessary material to be well on the way toward a payoff. And then somehow it doesn't work. What do you think about the comment from Roger Ebert? I know where he's coming from. And if you don't, I, I would love, I would love, 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 love for Raj Ebs. To still be around, one, and two, for him to reevaluate movies after he gave his first impression about them. Because yeah. I wonder if he would if he would disagree when he saw the cult classic nature that this movie has manifested upon our society. Because mm-hmm. he's clearly wrong. It's like there's payoff after payoff. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know how you get that point of there's no payoff. I feel like the whole movie is a payoff. So, okay, um, let's get into the Chevy Chase work here. James Berardinelli of Real Views gave the film two and a half out of four stars and said, 
one of the great unanswered questions in Hollywood is how Chevy Chase still gets work. <laughs> so either, that's one negative comment on him. There's positive comments, right? There are. So let's okay. get to the positive. The Hollywood Reporter said, In National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase's family tree is a little full with a lot of sap. Much like this movie, but it's big-hearted fullness in its smoothie stirred sap. I guess kind of a weird sentence, but uh, yeah, overall positive. And yeah, they seem to like Chevy Chase and his family. And the sap. And the sap. Very much on the sap. I do love this scene where he's got he, he's flipping the pages of the yeah. magazine and they're stuck to his finger because of the uh-huh. sap. From like a screenwriting point of view, like that's such a great opportunity that they cash in on where they're commenting on the sap and then nobody says, did you wash your hands, Clark? Instead, we just have him trying to flip through a magazine, touching her hair, grabbing the lamp. And you're like, he clearly didn't wash his hands. Right. There's a lot of really good gags in this movie. I can't wait to get into it. What what are you, I guess what are you looking forward to most when we jump into the full review here in a couple of days? It's twofold for me. I one I love this movie. This is obviously in the top tier of Christmas movies in my opinion. I'm super excited for Randy Quaid's performance. Um, mm-hmm. Everything from his dicky to his eggnog drinking to just. The the freaking sledding scene, and then whatever. What does he say after Clark just zooms down there? He's just like bingo or whatever. <laughs> I don't remember what he says, but I'm sure we'll we'll talk about that. But I love yeah, there's that. so many moments where he's just like, "Get out of here, snot! Go get in there and get you something to eat." And he's like referring to him just going in and digging through the trash. And Clark's just like, "What?" I mean, there he's fantastic in this movie. He's he's great in all of them, to be honest. All the vacation movies. He kind of steals the scene every time he's in it. Totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Yep. But um, what I guess what I look forward to most would be talking about all the supporting cast because I feel like this has one of the great supporting cast in movie, at least in Christmas movie history, which we'll get into. And then I look forward to us discussing a little bit about some of the backstory on how this movie got made, where it started as a Christopher Columbus movie. And then he didn't get along with Chevy chase. And then they brought in somebody else and then he took over home alone. So yeah, I look forward to us kind of discussing that a little bit too. There's some lineage to be had here for sure. And we also have a special guest joining us. Do we not? We sure do. Yeah. Go ahead and introduce the guest because he's, he's your, he actually, he's your friend and my friend now. Well, yeah. now that we've hung out, he's your well, friend. Well, my uh, friend. Uh, so we've got our good buddy Eric, Eric Weikert, uh, joining us. The last time was on the Biodome episode, and him and Kyle sort of Teamed chived. They bonded in a way over Biodome that I just couldn't keep up with. Yeah, we, we definitely had a, a good time on that episode. Also one of our highest downloaded episodes of all time on the show. So if you haven't listened to Biodome and you want to hear JD kind of get picked on a little bit, yeah, go check out the Biodome episode. Bad yeah. memories for him, great for me. If you want to hear Kyle be pretentious for once in his life. Look <laughs> at me, I've got family and we watched movies together. 
Oh, somebody was murdered in front of your apartment building. Oh, yeah, JD, you suck. <laughs> yeah, you laugh. Laugh it up. Oh, <laughs> okay, well, let's let's get out of here. So we will be back in a couple of days. <laughs> Subscribe to the show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, IGTV, YouTube. Follow us on social media at Back in Time Pod. I'm at KAutry29. JD's at Unjust Justin. But for now, we are out of time. Time to get back into the DeLorean, punch in today's date, and return back to present day. Thanks for listening. Talk to you in a couple days. See ya. Happy holidays.